Hey guys, hope you're all out there doing good. Uh, we've got another rerun for this week as we were away enjoying the wonderful wilderness that is Idaho. Um, it's our classic episode from uh, 2016 of Condor Man, the 1981 Disney live action movie starring uh, Michael Crawford, Oliver Reed, Barbara Carrera, and James Hampton, and one of my personal favorite movies of all time. I grew up watching this movie, loved it, and I still love it today. And I hope you do too. Uh, and we hope you enjoyed this classic episode. And we'll see you back next week. Supercars, lasers, espionage, escapes, jet boats, lasers? What more could you ask for? Oh, a different lead? Oh, okay, I can get that. This is Condor Man on Stinger Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinger Madness, the podcast about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me, as always, are Sam and Jackie. It's Condor Man Day! I prefer the term laser lady. Laser lady week. Laser lady week? Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing that would continue that alliteration. Laser lady lifetime? No, just for this podcast. Oh. Uh. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Everything good? Yep. I've had my promise of adventure not filled. Oh, no. Whatever. I was thought that was totally it's, adventurous. I, it is. It's adventure. It says like in the description, it's like action, family, adventure, comedy, drama. And it's almost some of those things. Almost. <laughs> Let me ask you this. With with the formula the Condor Man has. Oh, there's a formula? Which is all of those things. Yeah. Is there any way that this could have been successful? No. That's like the main question. What the hell were they thinking? What the hell were they thinking? A comedy family action movie. I think it could have been successful. How? I don't know. I liked it. I, I kind of wish. You liked that, it? I wish they would have done a second one. Huh. They set it up for a next one. Yeah, but honey, it didn't make any money. Nobody was interested. You can't say that a studio should make a movie because you like it. You like stupid movies. We have a podcast <laughs> about talking about stupid movies. Nobody else liked it. It didn't make any money. You can't make another one if it doesn't make any money. There was no way that this thing was going to make any money. Yeah, it is for everyone to the point that it's only it's for eight year olds. Uh huh. Yeah. Like it's written by eight year olds, directed by eight year olds. It's all of these uh, late 70s, early 80s live action cartoon things where they try to do the cartoon world right, right. with live action. They just fail miserably. The villain with Arnold Schwarzenegger being the other one that's as big of a tank. I can't think, though, that if this was not live action, that it would have been any good either. I think if it was, it would have been animated. This also would have been stupid. What's, yeah, it's a bunch of bad ideas. Yeah. It's just too goofy. It's too goofy. It's too goofy. And then at points, it's not goofy enough. There's like mm-hmm. genuine espionage happening for several minutes here and there. Uh-huh. But then it gets so goofy again. You're like, which is it? Okay. Is there love? <laughs> is there not love? 
Is Teen Wolf's dad banging that lady in Italy? What's mm, going on here? Yeah. Ooh, sexy. Sexy James Hampton. Jackie, I do not dissuade from you that this movie is rad. I love this movie. I have quite made that clear. But there is no way that this thing could have ever like been It would have had gone to... through the theaters like wildfire. There's no way. Yeah. See, I think if they would have marketed it better, hmm. put the toys out there, because mm-hmm. they could have had some sweet action figures for this whole thing. I have more bad news that they did. They did. Did they yeah. have a Condor Man car? Yes, of it, course. It failed on all fronts. It failed on oh, every single it. front. Yeah. I just was chalking it up to poor marketing. No. Nope. Look at the guy. Look oh, at his suit. Everything is preposterous. It was a this movie is designed around selling everything and the movie was the main vehicle mm-hmm. but it was the, also the main problem. Let's talk about Woody. He's Michael probably Crawford. your biggest whiff. I would say the only way that this could have worked is if the lead was very charismatic and the jokes were actually funny. Mm-hmm. And those two things did not happen. They did not. Michael Crawford's Woody is a bumbling buffoon through Which and through. He should be, but he's not like, I don't love him. It's I, not charming. I don't, I like the movie because he's so shitty. It also seems like his voice is ran with a pitch modifier that makes him about an octave and a half higher than his voice normally yeah. would be. All of the ADR in this movie is terrible. It's garbage. They did a bad job with the sound. So he's goofy. Not going to win any Oscars. You got Teen Wolf's dad played by... James Hampton. James Hampton. He did a fine job. Harry. Harry's kind of a charming, fun, goofy sidekick. He's exactly what you would expect a file clerk to behave like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think he is everything. Like They hit it on the head with it. I like James Hampton in this movie. He is charismatic. I believe him. I get behind his character. The booby lady's the booby lady. Mm-hmm. She's pretty enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's just the guy. Were those caps? His teeth look so fake on. Oh, Michael, Michael Crawford. Crawford. You're going back to Michael Crawford. I just can't. They can't his teeth. You can't pay attention to anything except for like. They look like they're poor. So they're so white. It's unbelievable. And they're perfect. He reminds me of. He, well, I can't say a shitty Barry Manilow because Barry Manilow is shitty. <laughs> Don't you dare say that, sir, you piece of shit. <laughs> Barry Manilow is a god. I love him. He's also a complete doofus. Don't know. Barry think, Manilow is not a doofus. I totally think that if He's... Barry Manilow was going to be put in this situation, he would handle it about as equally good as Woody Hawkins. Was he in the love? Like, the, what is the movie Love Story? Is he in that, or is just does, Barry Manilow or does Michael the Crawford? music? Barry Manilow. I don't know, Jackie. He just does the music. I don't know. Okay. You love him so much that you don't I care just about love, anything I love he's his done. music. Oh, God, he sucks. Anyways, we're not going to talk about Barry Manilow. Uh, you've also got Oliver Reed in this, who I think is a good villain for what his... Uh, his character doesn't have a lot of depth, um, but... Uh, doesn't need to. Oliver Reed does a good job of playing just... Crack off. Crack off. I thought, by the way, that she did look quite scared in the plane. That was knowing full well that he tried that he opened the door of the helicopter when they were in it. Uh, when you see her reaction and she elbows him as hard as that was real. Yeah. She really hit him as hard as she could because she wanted, she hates that man now. I'm sure. I'm sure. I bet all of her, all of her, uh, 
all of her dealings with Oliver, mm-hmm. uh, Oliver were probably quite icy. I bet she did a fine job acting angry at him for the rest of the shoots. Quite so. And last but not least, you've got Morovich, the leader of the Braknovich, which is like an elite assassin group of Krakovs. <laughs> like he's just got a Jack-offs. elite group of assassins. They are as Krakovs, Jackoffs. Yeah, that's that's so I, I as have funny a theory. as something Woody would say. <laughs> I have a theory it's about this guy. It's much funnier. Okay, what's your theory about Morovich? He was a pinball wizard. Uh-huh. Okay. And then there was an accident and one got lodged in his eye and uh-huh. it ended his career as a pinball wizard. So then he had to become an assassin. Okay, that's I think it's as good and clear of a theory as anybody could come up with because he does have a pinball for an eyeball. It's great. And he's he, he flaunts it. Like anytime he rolls into a town or sees somebody, he's like, one eye. Ah, I can't even see out of this thing. Who's over there? I don't know, but I'm giving him the stink pinball eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you they're they're scared of shit. (laughs) I love him. I love Morovich. (laughs) Nobody says anything. We're just like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. You guys are... You guys are ready to go I was trying to to think if there was somebody else. There's not anybody else. nobody else There's nobody else in this movie. No. There's only these other, like, the only other guy is the the guy that's impressed by the fake Sheik. You're like, whoa. There's Russ that is, uh. Oh, Dana Elkar. Yeah. CIA or whatever. That guy. I forgot about him. Yeah, but he's MacGyver's boss. Much of a role, but, uh. So let's dive into this thing. It starts out with Woody. Uh, he's in Paris at the top of the Eiffel Tower. Well, not even really at the top of the Eiffel Tower, which. You never really catch the scale of the Eiffel Tower, because I've never been to Paris, sorry. Uh, but you don't really catch the scale in stock shots in movies because they're always so far back. But this film, that's a big fucking building. The Eiffel Tower? Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, it, it sure is. You know, because the Statue of Liberty's not that big. You know, it's it's like, what, 15 stories? It's not that it's tall. It's pretty big That still. Eiffel Tower is fucking massive. The Eiffel Tower used to be the tallest building on Earth. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, he's up there. Go ahead. He's up there and he's dressed like a fucking doofus. He is dressed up like a doofus. Now, the Condor suit, take away from the fact that Condor Man himself is ridiculous. This suit is quite unattractive. It's very unattractive. I think that this is the best part about the casting of Michael Crawford is that he has the comedy body. Mm, yeah, yeah. It works perfectly. Yeah. In every, that's the one thing that he is able to do is provide a comedy body throughout the whole thing because they put they dress him up in all sorts of stuff and he always looks ridiculous no matter what. Absolutely. I was so disappointed. About what? The Condor Man outfit. <laughs> I was like, that's it? It looks retarded. They look like jammies. They yeah. look like bad, bad, like, like, a, like those shirts that 70s disco dancers used to wear, those loose flowing disco shirts. And then you like you have the white tight pants, you know, I'm yeah. going to go to the disco and it's just some really obnoxious pattern. His entire suit is obnoxious. Yeah. See, I would say that it's when you're like six, you get Spider-Man jammers and you refuse to retire them. Uh-huh. And so when you're eight, you're still wearing them, but they're mm-hmm. very tight. Now. Yes. That's very. what he looks like uh-huh. is that he's an adult wearing his child pajamas. <laughs> With wings. With wings. Wings. He's up there for a publicity stunt, I think. I think that's what he's doing. No, he's just practiced. He's like, 
they have a conversation later that's like, well, I can't do it. I can't write it if it can't happen in real life. So he's pretending to really be Condor Man to see if some of this, his inventions will work so that he can write them in the comic books. Okay, all right, all right. So he's just testing. Which is, the test is to jump off the Eiffel Tower and see if his Condor wings will actually carry him any distance. Yes. But and they, they don't. do. Well, they right into the drink. Right into the fucking river. There's giant catfish in there. I saw a show about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Biggins. I bet they're mean, too. Well, catfish are mean. Because they're French. Ooh. And Cigarette smoking, baguette eating, French fish. Yeah. yeah. And they have little hats. Because, <laughs> you know, catfish. cigarette. Yeah, catfish already have the little thin mustache, you know? Uh-huh. Yes, so they do. All, it, it probably just like saw him fall in and were like, quick, get his cigarettes. <laughs> I will turn your, my nose at your wine and your bit. I'm a catfish, I guess. And your wings are stupid. <laughs> Do you have any smokes? So he's, uh, I guess Harry has to fish him out of the drink. Now, Harry is either stationed or living in Paris. He's stationed in Paris. And Woody has come to visit just so he can test out all his... Honor man shit, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because apparently the French don't give a shit if you jump off the Eiffel Tower with right, some wings. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and he was uh, trying to get his character to be international, so you know he needed some travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the other. The Condor Man needed to go to Paris to save. Condor Man himself was uh, fighting the Ruskies in Paris. Right. So right. He's, you know, he's he's very he's a method writer, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very dedicated, strong work ethic. Let's. I'm going to burn a question right here. Okay. Is Woody like the worst friend ever? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not so good. He comes to your town, takes over your house to do something stupid. Right. Almost gets you fired. Almost gets you fired and makes you sleep on the couch. Like of your own apartment. Right, because he's taken over your bedroom and turned it into an artist studio so he can draw pinups of his would-be girlfriend. Yes. Yep. That's a bad friend. friend. It's bad friend. <laughs> He is. He does nothing for Harry this entire film. Not a thing, does he? No, Harry's like, finally, I have a favor. I can, because this guy's all favors. Uh-huh. From I mean, all favors for him. I've got a favor. He fucks it up. It's like, just take this to Istanbul. Uh-huh. Give it to somebody. Keep your mouth shut. Right. He acts like a spy. He does the one thing he's not supposed to do. Opens his mouth. And acts like a spy. He's supposed to be a civilian. Yeah, exactly. Just fucks it up. Yeah, so that's what Harry's got to have done. So he sticks him on a on a train because he needs... I, they can't just send one of their own guys. They got to send a civilian. This is before the facsimile. Yeah, right, right. Here, deliver these documents. And the only guy Harry knows in all of the world that's an American is Woody. He could have picked somebody else, but he's being nice. He's throwing him a bone. I don't know. I think it goes back to what Sam was saying. This guy fucking owes him. Yeah. If he gets killed out there, you know what? Good. Then I could throw all your shit out. Right. Or actually, he's he's already a well-made comic book artist. He could sell that shit mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of get some money for himself for you know all the food that he probably ate and the toilet oh, yeah. paper he used totally. that he didn't pay for. I'm just saying. That one time when... He's like, dude, we got to get some drugs. What? You do drugs? Yeah. Oh, I've got a drug dealer coming over, and the drug dealers come in and shoot up Harry's apartment, and uh, he's got to pay for that. Or they it it's bedtime. just a normal drug deal where they just come and they don't leave. 
they like want to use some of your drugs that you just bought from them. Yeah, right. Like for free. Like, oh yeah, the delivery fee or something. You're just gonna hang out at my house now. Great. Watch TV with me because we're friends. No, yeah. go away, Fuck drug off. dealer. <laughs> yeah, but but Woody would like them. Woody would think that they're great. Yeah, he's like these guys are great. They're like, no, they're not. They suck. It's actually, a, drug that's a catfish who's a dickhead. <laughs> Why are you buying drugs from the... I met him in the river when I fell in there. He said he had some good shit. It seems like it's all right. <laughs> he turned his nose at my wine, though. You shut your mouth, American! <laughs> <laughs> you just have a whole thing about this catfish. Yeah, there's... You know, catfish man. That uh, should have been the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> catfish man. So, what do you... Goes to Istanbul dressed up like a damn spy, or like I, he thinks he's dressed up like Humphrey Bogart. But uh, he bumbles into this Istanbul restaurant and buffoons his way into the lap of Natalia. Yeah. Who is his rendezvous to exchange the documents. And he's all trying to be charming and charismatic and uh, very spy like, like James Bond. And she's she's buying it. Seems like. I guess. Yeah. Orders a Istanbul Express. A double. Triple. Nobody drinks the double. What's, yeah. What is the Istanbul Express? Yeah, what is the Istanbul Express? I'm assuming it's gasoline. Because it is on fire. Yeah. It cannot be blown out. Um. (laughs) What's in that? Gasoline and horse piss. I should have asked first. You should have asked first. (laughs) Can I have a gin and tonic? No. Can I have an Istanbul Express? Hold the horse piss. Just gasoline? Just gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who have seen Top Secret. Yeah. yeah, so he drinks it and blows fire out of his mouth, which is hilarious. It's eight-year-old comedy, and I like it. I thought it looked pretty good. It does in the full screen version that we watched because I have the widescreen and mm-hmm. you can tell the the other side of the flames look really bad in that shot because mm-hmm. I was going to point that out when we watched it but when we, it, it the full screen cuts out some of the badness of this film mm-hmm. <laughs> it also uh, I noticed that it was the it's like it was taken from the VHS because all of the highlights were really bloomy in this it was like washed out in some spots and it looked better in the other version it's just that you can't get the fucking sound to sync up Right. reliably right. in the versions that we both have. Yeah. No, I really need to release this on Blu-ray. Uh, anyways, so she's buying it, and uh, these guys come in, and they're like, give us the documents. The Turks. Yeah. And he's like, what? No. And he has a big old fight, but it's all buffoon fighting. Like, oops, I accidentally hit you with the briefcase. He what? does too good. Yeah. Like he uh, he's going so fast that you can tell he's rehearsed. He didn't he didn't uh, he's not believably bumbling in this. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I do like the guy that his the briefcase opens and he bends down to pick up the documents and some guy just flies over his head. That's funny. Like where what was that guy's battle strategy? Really <laughs> going up high? Yeah, no, never shit. go up like high. his hat high. Like he's way too up there. Yeah, no. How'd you get? Did you jump off a table? This guy never went to football <laughs> practice. You would have known. You just don't hit him up that high. So he takes them all out and uh, soils his uh, overcoat with a cake because he mm-hmm. gets thrown on a rolling table and then hits a man. And that man that gets hit in the nuts with his head really gets hit in the nuts with his head pretty yeah, hard. That's right. pretty funny too. Yeah, also very funny. Natalia likes it. She's like, "Oh my gosh." 
you're amazing. He's like, I do this three or four times a week. And she gives him a big old smooch right away. Like, yeah. Oh, he's fast Russian broad. Yeah, Good I tell Lord. you what. <laughs> She's like, get me out of this country, American man. <laughs> it's so cold. Turkey? No, Russia. Well, they're in Turkey. Oh, yeah, she's already out of the country. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so just, I don't know. yeah but for a spy, she had a really shitty apartment, dude. I, I would have mm-hmm. wanted to get out of there, yeah. too. I mean, just anybody can let themselves in and sit in your recliner. I think Krakow just has one of those. He just is able to appear places. He's just that guy. She gets back, and he's there. Mm-hmm. He can just, whenever he wants to go somewhere, he's there. He just mm-hmm. shows up. In your bedroom, whatever. That's that's how things work in Russia. Yeah. You know, and I'm pretty sure if he would have just said he was sorry that that whole uh, deflection thing, defector thing, <laughs> would have never even happened. Dakota ring. <laughs> the deflector shield is still up. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah, that's just how things work in uh, Russia, Jackie. In Russia, spoon forks you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So, lamest joke ever. Oh. <laughs> you really took that one to the next level, though. Adding a second utensil. I bet the Rakoff Smirnovs at home, like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, I, I should have thought of that. I thought that was, how does he tell it? In Mother Russia, road forks you. Oh, I thought it was spoon forks you. <laughs> no, <that's, laughs> it's funnier. They're both stupid. It's both bad. <laughs> All right. So she goes home, Krakoff's there, Sam says, and uh, he's like, who what happened and she tells him of condor man and like oh he was really good he was amazing and they this isn't some shitty operation the cia sent one of their top men i think that it's you know there krakow has to be suspect immediately because nobody's code name has a secondary part that is man yeah right like it's always like you know bobcat or condor uh-huh. or Vulture, the bear for the instance bear, for her yeah and not Bear Lady or Condor Man. Condor Man. Your contact is named Silver Sheep Man. <laughs> so he's a dude? Deep oh, Throat yeah. Man. Deep Throat Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's like, well, that's bullshit. You, somebody saw you. You have to stay behind. You can't go with me to Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo? But then she has to, oh, yeah. the Monte Carlo thing doesn't make any sense. Indeed. So Harry's boss asks him about Condor Man, and he's like, I, I do like the comedy of this. He's like, well, Condor Man's a cartoon, Russ. Yeah. Uh, he's not a real person. Harry, Condor Man is a real person. <laughs> you know, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You're the boss. Like Donald Duck. Again, know? it's James Hampton really bringing it home every time he gets the Anytime they throw him mm-hmm. the basketball, he knows what to do yeah, with exactly. it, right? His timing's Pull good. down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Shows Wiener to the screen. Because that's what happens in Teen Wolf in the basketball. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yes, I was waiting to throw that out there. Oh, good. For those of you out there who haven't seen the end of Teen Wolf, it's got a wiener in it. There's a dick. Uh, check it out. Don't check it out. It's not worth it. It's just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even very impressive. And the whole I'm thing is, you have to watch all of you Teen have to Wolf. Watch the whole movie. I don't know <laughs> why that's just fast forwarding to look at a dick. Dick. Yeah. So you, that's. I think the last time that I had to do it, it was like, we got to watch the whole movie. Otherwise, we're just looking at a dick, <laughs> which we could do any time. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he's like, oh, Teen Wolf's not very good. <laughs> Teen Wolf is not very good. So anyways, Russ needs a Condor Man to act as a uh, a defection in, uh, abilitator, or whatever you want to call that job. A defection enabler? Yeah, an enabler. A deflector for... shield? Yeah, pretty much. A whole of a lot longer than we will against that Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so Woody's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Are you kidding me? That's freaking dangerous. That's crazy. No way. And then Russ is like, what if I said that you were getting Natalia out? Okay. That's a horse of a different color. Yeah, indeed. Then. God, I've he, had a boner for two weeks about that lady. He provides the CIA with designs of his adventure. Indeed. <laughs> Yeah, at any point in reality, that would have never happened. They would have been like, look, douchebag, you owe us. And if you don't do this, we're going to deport you to Mexico and you're never coming back. Yeah, you're going in Gitmo and then just getting waterboarded in the same cell that we're going to put Donald Trump in in 25 years. They would send him with uh, Mike Banning. Really? 25 (laughs) years? I don't know. He would come back with Natalia and he would be a different man and he would never want to see her again. <laughs> he would never want to see Mike Banning again either because nope. Mike Banning broke a man in half uh-huh. and then wrenched his blood out of his body over the top of him. <laughs> like, did you have to drain that man's blood all over my body? Like nope. he was a fucking wet towel? <laughs> yeah. Just that's how he killed him by draining him. Right. Of his, and then it's like, did you have to do that? Nope. Sure didn't. Sure didn't. Man, I'm thirsty. <laughs> as thirsty fuck. Thirsty as fuck. All right. So they sneak. Uh, Woody into Yugoslavia. He's dressed up like this old gypsy guy, and he runs into Natalia. She's in like this fucking cave waiting. She's also dressed. This up This is as part a gypsy. of his plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dress up like a gypsy right. and hide and in the go c- in this cave. It's like she's in, but then she's closed the door with bushes. The yeah. entrance to the cave with <laughs> so she's really hiding good. Uh huh. Uh huh. So they uh, they run down this little hillside, and they're caught by two of Krakow's men. And uh, they've got a gun. And Woody's like, I don't like guns. Don't point guns at me. And then all of a sudden, his cane just starts firing bullets all over the place. He's got a cane gun. It's a chain gun, cane gun. Chain cane gun. I thought this thing was pretty awesome. I want one. As an old person walking down the street, I could see this coming in really handy for like murder dogs that bum rush you. They're going to try to bite you. Um, Mm -hmm. Cats. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they're in their own yard. Um, you know, you're on a walk. Nobody's going to know it was you. And um, teenagers that'll try to skateboard past you and just shoot out a wheel. I would like that. Watch them fall. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't want to shoot a person. Right, right. Just their skateboard. Yeah. Goddamn teenagers. <laughs> and then it'd be like, I don't know what happened. My wheel fell off right in front of this old man. And then all the teenagers would eventually be like, guy with a hat? <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that we just stumbled upon the the chain cane gun is pretty much every movie that Clint Eastwood has done for the last 10 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Again. I've got a chain cane gun. <laughs> so they uh, they escape, and they get in this gypsy van, and they drive off. And meanwhile, in Monte Carlo, Krakow has heard of all this, and uh, he sends out the Broknovich. Call in the Broknovich. And uh, make sure that Morovich is leading them. And Morovich, as we say, immediately is like, 
no problem. And then looks at Karen, at the camera and he's got a glass metal pinball well, eye. So he, yeah, he, he does the pinball eye thing after he does the phone thing. But uh-huh. so Oliver Reed's on there and he's like, get whatever. Uh-huh. Moradnovich, what is his name? Morovich. Morovich. He's sitting in a room. Mm-hmm. No one says anything to him. He just stands up like uh-huh. he knows it's time. Uh-huh. Then he gets on the phone, uh-huh. says something, and then hangs it up. And it's not even a phone. It's like a like a CB radio that's connected to a handheld phone. Yeah. <laughs> it does not. This movie does not know how phones work. I don't think they do. It's like... Says some Russian and then looks in the camera. Nor does Marovich, because he, like, gets his assignment via telepathy and Mm -hmm. then confirms it over the phone, I guess. (laughs) So the next scene we see is this busy town, this very happy Yugoslavian town. The kids are out running and playing in the streets. There's people out shopping, people selling fruits and vegetables. An old lady is... Walking around conducting religious business. And There's a magical swing in the middle of the yeah, street. Yeah, people are playing. You can know, just disappear immediately when it needs to. This Glorious. place looks awesome. Yeah. I'd want to go to there. It's Yugoslavia Utopia. Yeah. But uh, suddenly they hear the sounds of a water cooled inline four, four uh, stroke cylinder engine through the mountains. And they all quiet down and they listen. It's like Jaws is coming. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. And the alarms of the town start ringing. This, the entire security division of Yugoslavia's government has prepared for when the Brock Novich come into town. And is also just a bell. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> It's not advanced. It's Yugoslavia. They're yeah, peaceful. They're peaceful. But it makes you think that this has happened before. Uh-huh. Yeah. They've. We know about these guys. Yeah. They're very... They're the fast and the furious. They are. But also extreme murderers. And they will give you the stink eye. Mm, very the, good at the stink eye. The pinball stink eye. Well, he is a pinball wizard. There has to be a catch. Twist. 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 <laughs> <sighs> oh, I'm hilarious. I'm about to give you a supple wrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> all right. So uh, they pull in. There's, it's four. They're all black. Four 911s. And uh, it's supposed to be a 935, but I think it's because the 935s were a very special car and they only made like. 500 of them yeah. i think you just buy a 911 and slap some fiberglass on it and call it a 935 yeah because the nine there's plenty of 911s we never saw the headlights go up and the wheel yeah. wells in the back were way too big for yeah. the wheels that were there and when they when he drives it over that little hillside quite a bit of the car comes off comes off the ground, yeah. yeah so they pull into town and this kid's like oh shit looks out the window and then morovich Looks out his window, flips up his visor, and he's got the eye. Ah! He's like, stink Shit! eye. Yep, stink There's, eye's a kid. And that's the kid that always has to be contrary. He's like, I'm going to look at them. Yeah, like, I'm just Don't do, do it. it. What are they going to do? Look back at me? He's, he's going to give you the stink eye. Oh, what? Oh, how bad? Whatever. Like, you give me the stink eye all the time, Dad. Well, I don't have a, a metal one. What? Metal eye? And then he's like, oh, I'll show you. I'm going to look at this guy. Sure enough, 
Metal stink eye kid hates it. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. <laughs> Closest. And then he closes the shutters and his parents are like, see? Told you. Told you. <laughs> Want some soup now? <laughs> some frog soup. Frog soup. Yugoslavia. <laughs> They're poor. But because frogs are probably hard to find and expensive. <laughs> Just fucking like or they have a plague of frogs that falls from the uh-huh. sky. Yeah, see, uh, last week was uh, frog plague. See, that would be like a wonderful bounty. It would, actually. You just go out there with a thatch basket and just catch frogs. Look yeah. at all these frogs I've got. Then you could can them. It's like pennies from heaven, but they're frogs. Canned frogs? Canned frogs. Yeah, like you can do canned chicken meat and stuff like that, right? Okay. So it's like pre-cooked, and then when you open it up. Pickled frogs? Sounds gross. <laughs> yeah. Then you open it up, and you just eat it right out of the can. But don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I heard canned chicken by the case Fermented. on the Amazon. <laughs> Fermented frogs. Canned chicken by the case. One whole chicken mm. in a can. Yep, Gotta much. be yummy. <laughs> no, it's more like tuna fish size cans. Oh, those this are is riveting. All right. Well, anyways, so they hide in their little spots with their cars like they're preparing an ambush. And Woody and Natalia drive through in their shitty gypsy van. And they're like, where's all the people? They don't see the cars. Oh, it's no biggie. This is just how things are. So they drive through town. They're tropping along. Doo, 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 doo. Woody looks in the rearview mirror and the, all the Brocknovich are behind him. And he's like, oh, shit. What? I think we've got a tail. Maybe. Yeah. Five black cars mm-hmm, mm-hmm. look like they mean business. Possibly a tail. Probably going to steal your car stereos. Because that's what the first scene in Fast and Furious is. They're stealing VCRs or something. This is whatever's in the yeah. semi. Yeah. Anyways, DVD players. You, I really wonder if that, if Would there's any out. chance, no, that if there's any chance that this scene is somehow inspiration for the Fast and the Furious. Because it's eerily similar. It is. Eer- the car dancing is very close uh-huh. to the car dancing in the beginning of. Uh, the Fast and the Furious. It's, right. It's eerily similar. Yeah. So she's like, how are we going to outrun them in this piece of shit? And he's like, we don't need to. Boop. And they sink down into the Condor Mobile and it busts through the truck. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. It's a uh, Sterling Nova. Is that what I feel? Yeah, yeah. Sterling Nova. Kit car. It was awesome. With a bunch of bullshit on the plastered into it. it. Yeah. yeah. That makes the Camaro's paint job look like it just pussed out. It's got a yeah, it's got a huge condor on the hood. Take this Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This ain't no Firebird, baby. But I won't race you because that Firebird is definitely faster. Totally. And he hits like a rocket power flame shoot out the back, and she's like, fantastic. <laughs> I love it. She's from Russia. She's never seen anything like that. Oh, fuck, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, well, the Brocknovich apparently aren't that blown away by it because they're they're ready. He's shooting lasers out the back of them, and he's they're dodging them. This is every Thursday for them. Yeah. Well, well look what the CIA built this week. Yeah, another bullshit fucking car with yeah. some stupid bird on the hood of it. We don't even have birds in Russia. No time for birds. In Mother Russia, birds fork you. <laughs> <laughs> no bird jokes in Russia. 
fork birds, you. <laughs> I've forked a few birds in mine. <laughs> oh. well, he shoots fire finally out of the back because they're tailgating. So he lights them on fire. And these two first guys uh, get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> this comic artist yeah. has now killed a couple guys. Killed a couple dudes. They go down the hill and explode. One hits a ramp and flies over a few trees, crashing 150 feet down a mountain. And it explodes. Before it explodes. Awesome. And then uh, one's playing chicken with him, and the other one's on his tail, so he hits another button. Bloop, 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 and a ramp comes up. Yep. Shoots the car right on top of the other one. Both of those guys are fucking dead. Dead. Four guys he's killed now. In an afternoon. Uh, well, Martovich is like, mm-mm, he just killed my boys. I'm going to fuck you up, Buster. So he chases after him, but uh, it kind of gives him a little bit of business. Not really anything too traumatic. I guess the Condor Mobile is very fast, and he just can't really do much. They're they're rubbing, and they're racing, they're but that's about paint. it. Yeah, they're trading some paint. <laughs> He's no particular friend of mine or his or the other guys. <laughs> Nobody drops the hammer. It's all right. <laughs> All NASCAR terms. No, it's only Days of Thunder. Those are all from Days of Thunder. That movie sucks so bad. (laughs) A little shake and bake. Shake and bake. I don't know if that's... That's from Talladega Nights. (laughs) (laughs) So they drive to the pier, and uh, he hits another couple buttons, and sure as shit, the Condor Mobile is also a fucking hovercraft. Which was awesome. Super awesome. Shoots into the river or the lake or whatever. And he gets the stink eye. And he gets the stink eye. Yeah. So the Woody has killed four men, mm-hmm. and uh, Morovich mm-hmm. has given two stink eyes. Right, right. <laughs> one to a boat and one to a child. <laughs> Quite ineffective, I would say. One to a phone. <laughs> one to, oh, that's right. It's the third stink eye. He gave that one to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we had to know that he meant business. Well, Krakow doesn't mean business because he's pissed that they all got away. But he's, he's like, I'll give you one more chance, Morovich, or just, however many you need. Because I'm not going out there myself. I'll yeah. act like it, but I like hanging out here. Well, he calls in, uh, he calls the, he thinks somehow that they're going to go to Italy. Like, he just instinctively knows that they're headed for Italy. And so he calls in something. And I know what it is later. It's He calls in this newspaper that they to the newspaper and says that they that Woody and Nat, Nat Natalia have murdered somebody in Monte Carlo and that they're wanted for arrest because they make the front page. Yeah. Yep. But uh, yeah, sure enough, they go to Italy and they sleep in a barn and are found somehow alone. And I'm kind of wondering what the hell she's doing because she's like covering him with hay. Yeah. Hey, you're bundled up, buddy. Yeah. Like. It's morning. He doesn't need that. He's going to get up in like 20 minutes. No, he needs to get his ass up right now. Yeah. Just wake him up. Woody, fucking get me out of here, dude. Slap, slap in the face. You don't need another 20 minutes. Oh, hit the snooze button. He usually gets up at like 1030, I bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like that kind of guy. So, yeah, they get arrested. And uh, while Krakow's on his way to pick him up, Instead, the Moroccan inspector shows up. But it's no Moroccan inspector. It's Harry. This is plan B. 
And with Plan B. Plan B. <laughs> a Fiat 500. Yeah. He didn't have any, in, I guess, good ideas for inventions. Mm-mm. Just a very sensible people's car. Yep. I got to get good gas mileage and still be able to fit this four This is humans. how they're trying to budget the rest of the bullshit in. <laughs> Plan B is a very affordable car that gets very good gas mileage. But they uh, they see Morovich up the road, and so they bail on the Fiat 500, and they run up a hill, and they're blocked everywhere, and there's a wedding, and so they follow the wedding into this church, and Morovich sees them, so he goes into the church, and Natalia stands up in the middle of it and says, I object! I'm married to that man! The groom. This poor bastard. Oh, my God. How do you think this goes for him afterwards? I think he's dead. We get the shit kicked out of him, but those other guys jump in. On screen, he gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, but then there's the other guys that jump in. So do you think that the uh, Provnovich just kill all those people? Morovich. Well, he's got the rest of his the boys. Brocknovich. The way, well, yeah, yeah, sure. They're they're like the Yakuza, but more deadly. Absolutely. Even if Morovich can't kill that guy right then, he's like, I've I've got to deal. I'll deal with that Woody thing later. I've got to blow the shit out of this church. Yeah. We're coming in here with fucking assault rifles. They killed them all. All of them. Everybody, not just the groom, the entire fucking wedding gets murdered, riddled with bullets. probably gutted that man asshole to chest and then shoved his his bride-to-be's face into his intestines before Uh he cut her head off. Absolutely. Horrible, horrible horrible death. Thanks to Natalia. Yep. But they got out of that one. Hey, we're gone. (laughs) Sorry. Too bad for them. Bye-bye. Sort of like pushing all the buttons on the elevator and getting out. (laughs) Only a bunch of people die. (laughs) So they go to the Swiss Alps instead. Maybe it's the French Alps. I don't know. Where's the Matterhorn at? Swiss Alps? One of the Alps. They're yep. in the Alps. Isn't it on the Swiss Mist? Like, because I my only knowledge of geography mm-hmm. is through products that I buy. Mm, sure. Isn't it on the Swiss Mist hot cocoa? I think so. <laughs> there we go. Another educated guess by Sam. <laughs> That's how you win Jeopardy. Yeah. By thinking of products. And what is hot cocoa? Saying. No. <laughs> Still not hot cocoa. So they get a room at this place and uh, they spend the night there. <clears throat> Oh, but the, all the children of town recognize her because they've all got the latest issue of Laser Lady, which Woody has turned her into a comic book character yeah. as well. And the drawings that he did of her originally, like if there would have been one of those headshots as the cover of the mm-hmm. first edition one, mm-hmm. I would see why the kids would recognize her. It doesn't look like a person. It's no. just a comic book just drawing. Just a comic book person. Yeah. yeah. No resemblance other than the haircut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she gets the whole, she figures it all out, that Woody's not actually a government spy, that he is a comic book artist. Who's got a major heart on. For her. For her. Right. Right. Well, Harry explains it all to her. Right. Right. And she's pretty cool about it. Yeah, she is. She eventually, she do, she doesn't really struggle too much internally about this. She's like, I said, I would never marry a man or love again who is living a double life, but you... Do me. <laughs> Do me. Well, she's then, probably just seeing the dollar signs flash in her eyes like, oh, you're a comic book guy. Oh, yeah, because that's that's a one-way ticket to 
bonbons, being a comic book artist, wife. Apparently, he's quite successful at it. Yeah, you have to be real fucking successful. Well, he that's... gets to go to Paris and build flying machines. That he's doing true. really yeah, good. He's doing really yeah, good. Okay. he's doing fine. All right. So the next day, they uh, I guess they're going to escape through the Matterhorn. Like, they got to get over the Alps to get to their next destination. Well, it was the uh, crossing the Alps in one of his comics, so they mm. used all of his ideas come from his comics where right. he makes them based upon that. So, But at this point, Oliver Reed's character has caught on to the fact, and he's been reading the comics so that he knows. So Krakow is, is on to him. Yeah, so they're... Okay, so they're going to take these rockets up the line and uh, so they can shoot up there real fast. But Harry's scared, I guess, of heights, so he latches onto Woody, and they... And I don't know if this was originally, like, for comedy that didn't work, mm-hmm. or it was just so they could make him a harness that looked like like they could hide a harness for him in, inside yeah, of Yeah, but a... then why wouldn't it, Natalia have one, too? Because she's never in any of the shots that are wide. Close up, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I guess. Anyways, uh, Krakow and Murovich are at the top of the mountain, and he just... More of it shoots the pole that's holding them up, and they fall to their deaths. And it looks hilarious. Yep. Some yeah, real the, bad dummies. Yep, the dummies were pretty awesome. Pretty awesome dead dummies. So she, she gets nabbed. And it's like getting nabbed in an elevator. Like you, she, gets, she sees her own kidnapping uh-huh. for quite a while. Like, oh. Oh, no. Nabbed. Wait, hold on. I'm almost there. <laughs> you bastards! Well, he takes her to Monte Carlo and uh, to his estate. I don't fucking know what this place is. But uh, they, Harry and Woody, dresses this these rich sheiks, the seventh richest man in the world, and they break into this party. No, they go to the casino and mm-hmm. they bankrupt the house. Yeah, exactly. But they go to this party the next day and approach her. Woody approaches her and he's like, come with me. And she's like, no, I can't. Krakow's going to kill you because you're a wanker. Uh, Beat it, Buster. But she says the same thing he said to her in the Italian restaurant Uh was something about dip and Tolstoy or somebody else. Yeah, Dostoevsky. There we go. And uh, so I guess that's a signal like, hey, you're cool, bud. Save me. Red light, green light. Yeah. At that point, Harry detonates some bombs. Kaboom! And they grab her and run. And he steals a Rolls Royce. Harry does. And Woody and... That's theirs. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I, but those other people act like it is certainly their car, though. Yeah, yeah. No, because they had those when they left the casino. It was the same car from the casino. Huh. Yeah, why would those people care so much? They hate... They just Because they were that. trying he's to get, stop his escape. He's getting into his own car. They don't even know that they're not who they say they are at The this one point. guy yells, mine. Yeah. And he's like, mine, <laughs> which is still not good communication. <laughs> Woody and uh, Natalia run up the stairs, and at the top, he uh, unleashes the suit again. <laughs> yeah. His wings. Get a load of this guy. Ooh. Oh, Harry. Yeah. Or Woody. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. It's like you're in between a rock and a hard place with him and Krakow. You got the Jackoff and the Krakow. <laughs> Krakow is drunk and mean, and then you got Woody, who's... Going to kill you with his stupidity. Woody. Woodpecker. Because his suit's tight. His pecker. 
I'm going to can that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, they, anyways, climb on my back. We're out of here. They fly off very Blade. slowly. Oh, it looks terrible. And they you fly get, across town. Even. Yeah, this is where you get to see the the lines. Mm-hmm. The lines, the cables are clearly visible in most of the shots. Yeah. Holding, suspending them. But uh, Harry drives to the dock and then he dumps the rolls into the water and is like broken up about it. Because it rolls down the thing. Uh-huh. And he, I think maybe he somebody- leave it there anyways. Maybe somebody was supposed to come by and pick it up and return it to the dealer hmm. or the owner so that they didn't have to pay for the damn thing. Yeah. I don't know. Easy come, easy go. And Woody and Italia land and they get on this boat, but it's not just any boat. It's a fucking speedboat. With three seats. With three seats and a laser turret. It's and awesome. Krakow sends out the Braknovich boat patrol, boat. I guess. Boatnovich. Yeah. And they've got fucking missiles on the back of their ships. And so we get a fucking missile versus laser battle on the water. Yep. And you realize that the budget of the film is tied up between this and the car sequence. Mm-hmm. About half of the money that this movie costs is in two scenes. Woody shoots all of these guys to death. He kills four more men. Four more men in horrific explosions. Except for that one guy who just runs off the edge so of his boat. Three men because he was like, uh-oh. And I think that wasn't, it didn't look planned. It didn't look planned. Like the pyrotechnics went off at the wrong time, uh-huh. but the camera was rolling. Like, we got to put that in there. That looks great. And that guy's like, that shit's on fire. Yeah. Shit, 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 bail. Jumps out. Boat Hilarious. explodes. Hilarious. But uh, he misses one boat. Inside that boat's got Morovich and Krakow. And they've got like a bigger version with more missiles. Rockets or something know. and matching helmets. Yeah, and matching dumb helmets. <laughs> they look like the helmets are too far. They're like squishing their faces too. They look very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It's why Krakow hates field work. All of the silly get-ups. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He left that behind a long time ago. It's hard to give the stink eye yeah. and all this stuff that I have to wear. Well, they shoot out each other's weapons somehow. Yeah, the missile shoots the laser tip off or something. <laughs> uh huh. Doesn't seem like no. those are good missiles. No. And the Condor boat pulls around into a cove and it's being picked up by a helicopter. It looks surprisingly like Air Force One. Marine One. Marine One. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> Krakow's like, stop, you fool. And so he jumps out. Morovich is like, I'm going around them. But they're already in the fucking air. So he just drives straight into a cliff and explodes. <laughs> yeah, he kills himself. <laughs> yeah, he, yep. That is not Woody's fault. right? There. And he has a good chance to turn. He could have easily. Yeah. No idea why he does that. He's just had enough of it. I don't understand the decision for Krakow to dive out because. Well, he realizes that. Uh, stink guys lost his mind. Well, I understand that, but I don't understand the filmmaker's decision to have Krakow. If you're going to blow up Morovich, why not blow up both of them? Because there's a sequel coming. Uh, so Krakow is going to be in the sequel? Maybe. I think at this point, though, even, unless they filmed this as one of the first scenes, the filmmakers probably would have wanted Oliver Reed to not be in the sequel. That's what I was Because he was a problem. Yeah. He realized how much of a train wreck this movie was going to be halfway through and started being a drunk asshole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he showed up to work every day, but that was about it. <laughs> well, Woody and Natalia, they make it to the United States and they go to a Dodgers game and she's in love and he's in love. And hey, check that out. Your name's on the fucking Goodyear blimp. 
And uh, inside is Russ, the CIA guy, and he wants Condor Man again. We need Condor Man. No, you don't. You don't. With we need that team. Yeah, the whole the whole crew. They got another jack off business. When they need stuff done, they call in Mike Banning. Which leads me to my first question: Where to next for Condor Man? Ah, oh, that was my first one too. Where's the secret place that Harry whispers in his ear? Krakow's treasure chest. Ooh. Ooh, I'm thinking Asia. Mm, okay. Because that's just typical of the time, right? Like you do mm. Europe and then you do Asia. Okay. And there's and so it's Asian treasure is combining that, or are you just well, going th- off on your own tangent and not letting Sam say? Well, I think Asian tre- or treasure and Krakow, but no, she's with Asia. I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, we're two separate entities over here. All right. All right. I'm think, trying to lump us together. I think it's space. I think they're headed straight to fucking space. At this point in time, in this stupid of a movie, there would have been a Condor rocket. And they... And then laser battles on Mars or some fucking stupid thing. The moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too bad they didn't make that sequel. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Sam? So... The CIA saved lasers for him. Because <laughs> whenever you see lasers come out towards the end of the movie, you automatically assume that this is the first laser in the history. Ever. That, that ever actually worked. does anything. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Not used for surgery, used to punch, punch holes through things. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they waited. They had that. And they're like, oh, Condor Man, huh? Because... We got lasers. We've got that. We can do. Do we gonna burn this up on Condor Man? Do you guys want to use the lasers? Well, we, of course we want to use the lasers. He said to put it on the boat. I guess we just gotta put it on the boat. I was hoping for a bigger uh, unveil than this because <laughs> it's an, it, it's a working fucking laser, right? Uh that ties in with my question: Who the fuck is paying for this shit? You and me, buddy. The you American and taxpayer. Me are paying for this shit, yes. which leads me into my next question. Why are we paying for this <laughs> shit? What the fuck is up with Natalia? Why do we need to spend zillions of dollars to get her out of Russia? She is a civilian. I know. So what happens is she gets here and we're like, aha, we got the double agent. Tell us everything you know. That guy that you saved me from, he's major man. asshole. This guy here Would he- is Condor Man. Condor Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Miss Lippy's car is green. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Whoa, we got all the info that we already yep. knew. How much did that cost? $15 billion. Uh, oh. We did get a nice theme song. Did we get the laser back? No, they no. broke the laser. Broke the oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Oh. How about the boat? No, they just left that on the ground yeah. when they let everybody out. It's dry dock now. You got to. Somehow get it onto a trailer. We don't have that. No. Uh, but a Russian lady lives here now, so that's cool. I guess. She's hot-ish. Yeah. You've seen some pictures of her on the internet. She's always wet. She's laser lady. She's yeah. laser lady. Oh, that goes into my question. Okay. Does she dress up as laser lady for future missions? I would totally think so. If, if they're headed to space, Asia, or looking for treasure, uh, she needs lasers. Uh if the budget hasn't been pulled from this uh, CIA business ever. Yeah. Yeah. She's li- totally laser lady. And because I think he's going to be gopher boy. Harry's going to be gopher boy at some point. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Because I mean, he dresses up as Connor, man. That's what I think too. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. totally doing it. 
Yeah, this is an elite superhero team that we're talking about. That we're witnessing form, Jackie. The best of the best. Take the, they can take on the Avengers and the superhero friends. Or any assignment that's a little too small for most crack teams. Maybe even the Teen Titans couldn't handle Harry, Woody, and Natalia. I think they could. I think they could. Yeah. Sammy? If you could design your own CIA adventure, would you do it? Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. Of course. I Because I would design it so that there'd be no possible way that I could get hurt. But I would just basically go out, have the sweet-ass fucking car, design this entire track, have my friends chase me around, and they could all crash into each other, wearing tons of safety gear, of course. Yeah. We'd get shit-faced beforehand, but then I would have a laser gun and be like, I'm bringing out the laser. Y'all better stop chasing me. And then I'd pop out the back and like shoot an old car that's out in the desert and be like, see, this does not sound like a secret mission. This sounds like you fucking off on the government. Exactly. It's my own adventure. So whatever I would go into, you know, Russia with, to get all the info Mm -hmm. from the ladies. (laughs) (laughs) And when I got back, you better have a lot of penicillin. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and an entirely new dick, because mine is broken. <laughs> Bag bomb. Gross. I'm not even going to go into this, because I, I can't think of anything fast enough. <laughs> I do have a, another question, though, go if it's ahead. my turn. Yeah. Is Marovich afraid of magnets? Ooh. <laughs> like, how many times <laughs> do you think he's lost his eye at an arcade or something, right? Like, he's just walking along the grocery store aisle. There's an aisle like a refrigerator magnets, and his eye just goes bunk. Yeah, he can't go to the rental store for videos because of the bulk tape eraser. will suck his eye out. <laughs> I hate you, blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Send the Prognovich after you. He has to send the Prognovich to go get his Sound of Music <laughs> DVDs. Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, what does Krakow actually do? <laughs> what is his job? What is what's his end game? I think he throws parties. <laughs> I think so too. That's it. Yeah. He entertains the rich. There's nothing discussed about what like dastardly things he's involved with. He's not interested in nukes or secrets or anything like that. He just wants to have his girlfriend back he against her will. Is throwing parties. I think he's trying to influence the oil market. Hmm. Yeah, that's that what is, I thought too. It's very paper thin, but they mention that he's trying to influence the oil market. Is, does that make him a bad guy? He's just. No, the drinking and the beating are makes oh, him a oh, bad guy. Gotcha, right. Okay. They were in love at one point. It's just, you know, things, people grow apart. Yeah, they know. do. And then other people get in love with a guy in his pajamas. Would, if Vin Diesel was, uh, what is this, Marov? Marovich. Marovich. Would he have caught Condor Man? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. only if he's, uh, if he's, yeah. with his family. Yeah, with his family. Yeah. Uh, last question: Has Condor Man already done this? Because here's the problem with this entire plot of this film: If he's doing only the things, his entire plan is things that he's written about in his comics, and he only writes the things in his comics that he has done, so that they can be done. He's already had this entire adventure. It's a time paradox. It is. Well, and here's the deal, though, is that it might be that some of these things 
like a gypsy van, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. That that is realistic. Now a gypsy a gypsy caravan that has a car underneath it uh-huh. that shoots lasers, right. not so realistic. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know where I'm going with that. All like, right, good. I just totally destroyed my own, like, you know, cars are there, so does he really have to test out to see if he can get a car that looks like Condor Man? Uh-huh. But then I started thinking about the lasers and all the ramps and stuff that this car had, and I'm like, you know what? Never mind. My, my argument is is for not. Their murder of an entire wedding is in one of his comic books. That's why they do that. Well, she ad-libbed that thing. Well, it's part of it. That's the old uh, Duncan Doogie routine oh whatever they call it and it's no. on the cover they go to a wedding that's when he's like look uh. it's in all of the comics well i thought that was just the ski thing uh-uh. no. oh, that boy. too they've done everything this entire thing is verbatim from his comics meaning he's already done it it is a time paradox calling it good there final recommendations sam starting with you absolutely do it jackie absolutely do it i'm with sam me too. It's a great fun time. Very stupid, fun kids-ish movie, but uh, good for good for everybody that loves stupid shit. And the car sequence is the fan- most fantastic thing. And Harry Mancini's soundtrack. Woo. Yep. Good work, Harry. Uh, tune in next week when it's Sam's pick. Sam, what's your movie? Order of the Black Eagle. Order of the Black Eagle starring Ian Hunter as Duncan so, Jacks 2. Yep. Duncan Jacks 2 from three weeks ago. Right on. Uh... So come back to us on Tuesday when we talk about that film. In the meantime, get to your Condor Chopper. Hello, fans. Justin here. I am launching a new podcast called Grit. Every two weeks, I will bring you a new story from history about someone with incredible determination that overcame an incredible challenge in the face of danger. If you think Chuck Norris is tough, then wait until you hear about a man who fought a bull shark with his bare hands. The America's first mountain man who was forced to play the most dangerous game. A woman who fell out of a plane with no parachute and survived nine days alone in the jungle. Or the story of the fisherman who was adrift at sea for 133 days. I can't wait to bring this show to you, but I need a little help. We've launched a Kickstarter campaign so that we can try to purchase some better recording equipment. We're asking for only $700 with pledges as low as $5. If successful, Grit and Stinker Madness will sound incredible. We've never asked for any money before, but now we need our fans to step up and help out. Please visit GritPodcast.com, that's G-R-I-T, and click the green Kickstarter button to pledge your support. The Kickstarter ends on November 11th, so act fast. With your help, we can make Grit have a spectacular debut. Thank you all so much.